Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home an auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Shut up and sit down. Tends to blow up like you know, just 
massive numbers of thermonuclear you know, weapons in a chain. It's great stuff. Um, but I got this email, and I'm in the middle of the grocery store, and actually I'm getting ready to buy a gift certificate uh, or gift card. And I look down at my phone because it vibrates, and I open up my email, and I look at it, and I'm in the fucking grocery store. I can't do the dolphin squeal. I look at my, uh, my email, and I look at the grocery store, and it's like, son of a bitch. What my email was, okay, is it started with the word audiobook. That is audio book, as in talking book, as in my book that has not even been out a month because it got published on the 15th of last month and today's still officially the 14th. It's being optioned to be an audiobook. The fuck? I mean, <laughs> ah! So, so what do you think? I, I, I was very good. I uh, sat on it. That 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 dolphin squeal. I I actually managed to pay for my groceries and not sound like a complete moron. And I went over to my mom's place. I gave her 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 Capri Sun for grownups, which was a three. Um, three glass bottle of wine that is actually a box with a screw top and a straw. So she's going to go visit her sister. She needs the fortification. And then I let loose the dolphin squeal and bounced around with my mom and had a complete and utter, I was three again. It was great. Oh, my freaking God. It's lovely. (laughs) 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 And And so I got home and... Of course, now that I've told my parents, I have to tell my best friend. So I called her, and I guess what I got in my email? And all I get is, huh? So, yeah, we had a good time talking to each other before this. Huh? Okay, like, it wasn't even speaking English there for a minute there. She was just like one uh -uh. big wall of sound. Yeah, there was sound. Let's have... Blah, yeah. audio, blah. <laughs> so, yeah, but then she calmed down. It was okay. Yeah. It was okay. So. <sighs> so, good times. Good, good times. Pretty cool. It's pretty so, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, one, of the, one of the lovely questions is um, asking about the accent of the person who I want to have hopefully read this. I'll, I'll, I'll put my two cents in. I'm asking for an Irish accent because... God damn, but that's one of the best accents ever. It's very sexy. It's very sexy. It is incredibly sexy. I agree. It's, it's incredibly the best sexy. sexy stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, and given that um, at least one of the three is of Irish descent, let's let's have that. Yeah. Oh, so. <laughs> and then is apparently the great Irish accent is 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 sexy, so I'll take that. Yeah. Um, Irish, Scott, even British you know, um but mostly I have to say this, I think that male Well short the men. The men. Yes, the men. Sometimes the women wh- aren't uh, as sexy to me as, as men, but uh, when it, when it comes to the accent but Tom could talk to me all day. <laughs> oh, are you talking all about Sean? fucking day. Huh? 
Are you talking? Are you talking about uh, Sean Connery, the man who chooses no, words? No, Tom Hiddleston. <laughs> oh yes, I'm sorry, I misheard you. I thought you said Bond. In which case, but I'll you know who else could talk to me all fucking day? Alex O'Loughlin, and he's Australian. And um, wow. Oh yes, that yeah, that's nice. Yeah, idea. yeah. The Welsh are indeed wonderful, Mia. You, you are correct. Frankly, if it comes from the British Isles, I'll listen. Um, I may not always understand, depending on what little back hill country they come from, but I'll certainly listen. <coughs> even even if, even if, I don't even care what they got to say. But boom. But, yeah, so that's oh, hey. pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just, holy shit. So, but all you got was like a questionnaire. You don't have any um, information on what's going to happen and how it's going to work. No, so I don't, don't ask you guys. I, she doesn't have. She doesn't know. So don't ask. No, my my questionnaire <laughs> is four questions, and it's um, narrator gender, narrator accent, describe the tone and mood of your of your book to the narrator, and um, are are there words or phrases that you believe would be difficult for the narrator to pronounce correctly? I can't even pronounce two of the words I use, and I know what, <laughs> what they mean. I looked them up in Google. I'm going to be honest with myself, you know. I, I, <laughs> I just hope for the best. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the Russian word for mom or mother, and then the Gaelic word for beloved. The rest of it, fuck, mm. I don't know. I don't speak Gaelic. Actually, the, the extent of my Gaelic... The extent of my Gaelic is given was given to me by my spouse, who is of Gaelic descent, and it's Pokemahon, which is, if I remember correctly, up yours. Um, so, yeah, and the answers for Starlight uh, are just because it seems to be the the typical thing for. Um, uh, I may just change that to male. The gender, will, I, I, I'm wobbling back and forth on the gender, but the, the accent has to be Irish. The mood, for the most part, is, it's not angsty. There is some irritation there, but we'll, we'll see what happens with that. And the, the Irish Gaelic word for beloved is A space G-H-R-A with an accent mark on it. You tell me how to pronounce that. No clue. No clue. No clue. Yeah. I, I pronounce it agria, and I don't know if that's right or not. All right. So, you know, I can't. Not a hope. Nope. Sorry. <laughs> but I'll, I'll take what I can get and, and run with it. Yeah. And those are my questions, and I get to sit here and spaz over them. Which Russian word for mother did you use? That I can help with. Never going, never going to happen. That's a hell of a name you picked for yourself. Um, <laughs> well, it is. Um, you know, I actually have to go find it because it's it's one of those. I know it starts with an M, but I actually got requested because it completely kicked my. Um, my editor out of the uh, reader's trance, what does this word mean? So I went and double-checked myself, and uh, it's, um, it's, mo- it's mother. 
Um, there we go. I have at the moment chicken wings on my <laughs> on my desk. Oh, you're me. fucking hilarious. Really, you have a teen rate, so you're you'll be talking to us all nice and calmly, and then all of a sudden you'll start talking smack like you do normally. And by the way, this is aimed at Cinnamonian, who is saying, "Fair warning: if you put me on the air, I have a teen rate in 18 minutes." The hell are you doing? <laughs> I'm sure. She, I I hope she's playing a video game and it doesn't involve me you know, paintings or a dorm, um, or football, or you know. Um, we're just we're just gonna hope it's a game. We're just gonna hope it's a game. Oh yeah. But um, uh, I do. Um, if you're interested in in doing a podcast or anything like that, if you have topics you want to talk about, or if you want to do um readings or whatever, I have two hours a day. I can broadcast from 12 a.m. to 5:30 p.m. And then from 10 p.m. to 12 a.m. And I have two hours every day that I'm not using. So you know. It, we could fill that shit up. Uh, we're already paying for it. I'm paying for it. <laughs> I should have put that out there. So, but, you know, mm-hmm. I was thinking that um, if uh, I could charge, like, I don't know, $2, I don't know. I don't know. You know, I have no clue. Um, the, if I could sort of pay for itself, that would be awesome. Um, and that would be really cool. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know either because I'm, I'm trying to figure out if I could actually – you know, I, I talk for more than two hours in a given day anyhow, um, just because of my job. But I don't know if I could carry on a, a conversation um, to, well, empty air for two hours. You know, you and I do it just because, you know, we, we feed off each other. And it's, oh, and by the way, guys, we are not arguing. Honest to goodness, we're not arguing. For real, you guys. Um, I don't know that I've ever had an outright argument with Lady no. Holder. No, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. There have been two occasions where she pissed me off. Mm-hmm. Pissed Probably. me off. One one occasion, I was so mad, I had to get up and leave my computer. Um, I gave myself I a time out. I gave myself I a time out. Oh, honey, it was Here's last the- week. Okay, well, sorry. You know what uh, she did? Let me, way, let me tell you. Let me see what this woman did to me. She nitpicked me. <laughs> yeah, that one I did. Okay, I'll, I'll own that She one. nitpicked I'll me own. on a published story on my own fucking site. That's what she did excuse to me. me. I had to I, get up and me. leave my computer. Fuck <laughs> you. The reason I nitpicked you is because you, it, it, you're writing in it. It's a something in your internal canon that you're fucking with right now in this chapter. It relates. And I read it and I went, whoa, whoa, wait a second. That completely contradicts what you just wrote. And it doesn't so matter. <laughs> she did. She sent me an email. She sent me an email. But I do, um, yeah, I don't. But then, but you know what the problem was? And it wasn't so much that she did it. It was my um, inability not to respond. Because I um, I do have issues. And I had to stop <laughs> what I was doing. I was actually working. I had to stop what I was doing. And then I spent an hour and a half correcting that mistake in every location I had it. Which means I corrected my final. I corrected three drafts of that story. 
I corrected my website, and I corrected the ebook file that I'm making. Mm-hmm. And then, because yeah. I was so hyper-aware of it, I did a search over my entire story for Ties That Bind to make sure I hadn't made that mistake again. Mm-hmm. So one nitpick and an hour and a half later, and I didn't get four things done on my work to-do list because of it. And I had to move I, those to-dos to the next day. And that's what I happens said, when I'm I get sorry. nitpicked. It's not about you at this point. It's not about you. Oh, okay. That's what happens when I get nitpicked. So if you oh. nitpick me on something that's currently already published, you're going to take an hour to two hours of my life, basically, because I will have no choice but to fix it. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing, I really I don't try think it. so, Senna, no. I don't think it I don't think it applies to you, Senna, so I wouldn't worry about it. Um but you know, so it's um I have I have O C D issues in a in a very weird way and when I get nitpicked and that's why I don't let you guys do it on my site because if you did, if I allowed that kind of interaction with me on a regular basis, I would do nothing else but make corrections because I've got over one million words of published fic on my site. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Civil ass, are you, you know, going to tell us what the nitpick was? Okay, when Rodney goes to Canada to visit Jeannie um, <laughs> in the third story, is it the third story or the second story? I first, can't second, remember. Honestly. It is the first. It's, it's got to be the second or the third story in Ties of Bind. Third. Senna's saying third. Um, Jeannie asked him a question about other male courtesans, and Rodney said he wouldn't know he'd never met any, which is a lie. He had met several, and I knew that when I wrote that scene. I still wrote that the way I wrote it, but I always knew he'd met Spencer, and I always Uh knew he'd met Danny. Because, mm-hmm. no, you don't, Senna, because I fixed it. I fixed it on my end, so you don't have to fix it on yours. Um, and I knew when I wrote that scene that he had met other courtesans. Um... Oh, <laughs> she did the same thing with Danny. <laughs> oh, my God, I'm kind of glad I drew that attention there. Wow. But Rodney has a past history with Danny Williams, and he's also met Spencer. How could he have not met Spencer? Spencer's a courtesan, and he's um, the courtesan of a disciple. Of course he's met Spencer. So in this scene, Rodney tells Jeannie a lie. That's one way you could look at it. Or you could look at it like the way, like the way Lady Holder did. Was Kira fucked up. So I fixed it. I went back to the documents, all of them. And fix the sentence everywhere that I could find it. And um, you do realize um, that I still would have said the same damn thing when I got the final file before the, <laughs> the um, yeah. Because but the thing I'll, is, is there's no way I could change it in the North Star. These events have to happen this way in the North Star. Mm-hmm. Um, Danny had to go into that courtroom already knowing Rodney. Mm-hmm. So. You know, either I could have left it, and if it came up again, I could have Rodney could have admitted that he lied, or I could have gone back and I fi- and fixed it, and I went and I fixed it. The, that's what I did. But see, the most irritating thing about this 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 particular error is that plotted events 
before I ever wrote Ties That Bind, I had a ginormous, huge plot. And I've got about 15 plot points left on that document that I have not completed. <laughs> um, and one of those plot points was the fact that that Rodney would end up in front of the courtesan court. And I hadn't planned it the way I did. What I had originally planned was that there was going to be a house trial for John, and then there would be a courtesan court for Rodney. And what happened was, and why I changed it, and why I um, made the decision that I did regarding ties that bind, and and why I started um, the North Star over again, was that I realized that I had started ties that bind with Rodney in a very vulnerable place. And I know the North Star is my final big installment for the Stargate arc of Ties That mm-hmm. Bind. And I did not want to leave Rodney in a vulnerable place because that's where he started. And so I couldn't have him have all of this growth and all this strength building and all of this um emotional development that he had with John just fall to pieces and then him be be left vulnerable and powerless again. It just, it it really, I I don't know what the fuck I was thinking when I plotted that arc for him because it's ugly. So, and that's why I got stalled on riding the North Star, I think, Mm -hmm. because I, it was contrary to what I had built. So sometimes when you plot, you kind of, when you get there, the point where you're going to write the, the next plot point, you have to um, accept that maybe you made a mistake and replot. You know, don't, um, don't be afraid to replot if you, if you, because you. Well, I, for I, ties that bind has, has been in the works for three years now, four years. So, so. I plotted it all quite a long time ago. Mhm. But the, the <coughs> other thing about that is. <coughs> From what you said, you went back and you actually reread the whole thing, and that was what sparked the, hey, something, something's fishy here, you know. Yeah, and yeah. That's I, where, that's where I you hit got with fresh the, eyes. Yeah. Mhm. Very fresh eyes because it's been a long time since you actually bothered to read it, from what I remember. The whole thing, yeah. I mean, I would read yeah. like the part before it when I would start writing, but to read the whole mm-hmm. thing, and I, it, it had been about a year since I had read the whole thing, so I came in it with really fresh eyes, and I realized that I was I was committing um, basically a, a cardinal sin when it comes to character development because I was putting my character emotionally and physically back in the same place he was when he began. Uh-huh. And you can't do that. Yeah, that's not something that's um, forgivable. No, I mean, not as, you know, I don't care what other people think, but as a writer, I can't forgive myself for that. You know, the thing is, is a lot of readers probably wouldn't have even noticed. And I don't mean that to be insulting. A lot of times I do things in my work that you guys never notice, and I try not to be disappointed <laughs> when you don't get my awesomeness. <laughs> oh, I got a couple when of those, I, but yeah. When I do something that I'm really proud of, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I've I've kind of snuck something in. Emotional clockwork is a big giant example of that. Mm-hmm. The whole, I mean, the whole point of of him, the 
the watch being broken when the story starts is because John's broken, and as the story goes along and he's 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 building himself back up and he's repairing the watch, and I'm like, oh my god, you didn't get it? <laughs> it was so disappointing uh-huh. that no one got it because no one commented on it. And so <clears throat> another one is when the um the air the angels breathe. There is a moment in the air the angels breathe when John mm-hmm. lands on the railing mm-hmm. when he's um he's been flying around Atlantis and it's at the end right, right 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 before they have sex and he's and he lands on the railing and he curls his toes around the railing he's a lot more bird like a bird like really want to, yep like a bird and no one mentioned it <laughs> and I was like oh man you know you didn't get my my really obvious in your face <laughs> moment and then you know he's um Sybil saying she got that one. Well thank you, Sybil. You could have commented. I'm just I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um I don't actually care um about comments and feedback. I I love it when I get it, but it's not required, so don't ever think you have to comment on something cuz um I'm I'm not built that way. I don't um I don't require validation. It's just cool when I get it. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah, sense? it's very cool. Yeah, it's okay. very cool when you get validated. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's there's lots of movement in Ties That Bind that I think people don't recognize. So it's a little irritating <laughs> <laughs> to invest all that time and, and movement into um, mm-hmm. the characters. And I was talking on, um, <laughs> it's uh, Barbara says it's also organic, Kara. We just assume you know we see it. Well, I hope you see it, but then sometimes I'll drop something in a conversation and people will be like, oh, shit, really? Is that what you meant? <laughs> yeah, that's what mm-hmm. I meant, bitches. That's what I meant. But um, I was talking on um, the Rough Trade Facebook book about pace about pacing your work mm-hmm. and um one of the ways that I pace my work is that I build my pace on internal motivations and reactions versus external motivations and reactions and this keeps you invested in the characters rather than invested in the events the events that go on around them mhm and I don't think that's something people recognize in my work that I do so um, you know. Well, just. you've give, you've told me this before, so you know I I've my reaction to it is I've learned a lot more about not all the stresses on on any of the couples that I write are not all the stresses are external. Some of them are internal, and that um, they don't tear each other apart, but they there's there's they're more than two dimensional. You know, they're an actual couple, you know, and that, to me, makes it much more interesting than, than, uh, frankly, having two people get together, screw, and they're together forever and ever. Amen. (laughs) I was um, working on my Avengers story today, um, and for the record, I am never... Thanks. I am never, ever, as long as I live, writing in a fandom my husband knows again. <laughs> Good luck. He on has thought bombed me three times. I heard about one because uh, we we got that one on, or at least I saw the one with with Spider Man. 
So what are the yeah, other Yeah, that was one. Um, one involved the Civil War okay. in Marvel. And the other one involved um, it. Well, the first thing he asked was, uh-huh. well, what are you going to do about um, the Hero Registration Act? Oh, Civil God, War. that thing. Yeah. And then he said, well, what do you think about uh, Captain Marvel? What are you going to do about her? Uh-uh. I'm like, fuck you. And then today he dropped the <laughs> Spider-Man bomb, which was, um, yeah. And then he also brought up the fact that apparently Natasha betrays the Avengers in some version of Marvel. So he's dropped a whole bunch of bombs on me. Um, and then when, I, when, he, when he found out I paired Pepper with Phil, he was like, but doesn't Pepper end up with Happy? Because he's very canon-oriented. Uh, you broke me of that one. So, you know, he's, you know, so that this is one reason why I don't write in Babylon 5 and never will. Because my husband lives, breathes, and dreams Babylon, Babylon 5. And I Babylon will never, a lovely thing. ever write yeah. in Babylon 5. Because he would plot bomb me on a regular fucking basis. Mm-hmm. By the way, do you notice that people miss one of my major things that I, I put in, and I don't know if anybody's paying attention to it, but okay. in in my story, there's a little thing I put in, and it's that um, machine that, that, jo- that Jack put together to go visit the Asgard the first time when he went to Ida. Yeah. Um, took- I have a thing about that, actually. <laughs> What? You didn't comment either. I am not commenting on anybody's nano. I am reading some nanos, but I'm not commenting. I don't have time to comment, you guys. Um, And I don't have time to read everybody, so I'm not letting you know who I'm reading, except for the fact that I am reading Lady Holder, because I always do. Okay? Mm -hmm. Um, Here's the thing about that little device that Jack made. Um, They don't have it. Mm-mm. They don't have they it. Do too. They do they not. Did. They gave it to the other Carter, and she took it through the mirror so she could call the Asgard to save her Earth. They don't have it. <laughs> Damn it. I'm just saying. I mean, you can tell Canon to go kiss your ass. I'm just saying that um, in Canon, the other Carter took it. <laughs> Okay, well that that takes care of that question then. So I know what I well wait a second. He's got the half ass notes Janet took, so and the video. He can fucking well make another one. He remembers how. <laughs> well, if he doesn't, John probably does. Mhm. So I don't and know. I'm, sorry. I'm just saying when I read it I went, Oh, she just kicked Cannon in the nuts <laughs> So you can do that <laughs> if you want. You can totally do that. I'm just saying, um, for someone who's who's so uh invested in Excuse canon. Me. I am not. I I oh, really kicked oh, Canon in the oh. nuts when I get I made John Shepard a fucking ancient. One who sat down yeah, this in his is chair great. and remembers and remembers <laughs> being an ancient. 
Tana yeah, China I was awesome. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> and you can do what you want with it. It's just when you when that thing came up, I went, Oh, she doesn't remember that. <laughs> no, I really didn't. Oops. The thing is, um, I actually have been going over to um the where is it? The Stargate Omnipedia that is on GateWorld.net, mm-hmm. and I've been looking up various various things on here. So it's it's you know I, I find the the information I need and I go from there. So <sighs> yeah, whatever. You know, I'll I'll figure it out. It's not like I haven't gotten anything any part of that. Next bit written, so. Oh. I'm just saying. I, I know. I know. So. Hmm. Well, that, you know, that'll be good to have Siler come in empty-handed, but for a roll of uh, plans and, and a videotape and put those down on Jack's desk and say, here. <coughs> hey, did you just break your own rule? Did I break my own rule? Well, she kind of brought that shit on herself. I mean, she engaged. <laughs> okay. I'll be honest. It's harder for us not to brainstorm when we talk than it is for us to actually brainstorm. No, she says that I, that I, um, I asked you a plot question. I broke my own rule. I brought it up. Right. But no, you know, I, that's the thing. Um, we do that to each other on the phone practically every day. <laughs> yeah. Every time we get on the phone, it's like, um, point of order. Did you mean to do that? Did you mean to do that? Did you know that Captain yeah. America doesn't act out of a flag on his chest? Yeah. Or like a star. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um. You know, you, you, you do know that that doesn't work that way. My favorite one is <laughs> Atlantis is 10,000 years old. Fuck no. She's oh, bite me. Million. Bite me. Bite me. You're too fucking far away. And I already did that's you for real. years ago. That, that's for real because um, I did actually uh, fuck up that whole age thing on Atlantis when I was writing <laughs> Lantean Legacy. I... Fuck that all up. I can't even say otherwise. I mean, I can't even pretend I didn't because I did. It was like boom, total and fuck up. And I'm there going, I'm sitting there going, um, and I go over to YouTube and I find the opening credits of that first <laughs> that episode. Did. As not it. only, not only did she correct me, she provided video evidence too. <laughs> hey, Just in case, works, I did works. not believe her. And there was a link. There was a link to, um, to the Stargate Wiki, just in case. So I got I, I got a correction, a video, and the link. <laughs> I'm thorough. <clears throat> she was very thorough. Just when, in case, Sybil. Sybil, when it comes to us, um, <laughs> I'm so sorry, Azur. Um, Azur's kitten Robbie, who is a very special little snowflake just stuffed the catnip mouse down her blouse into her bra and is now crying because she stole his mouse. He's a she's very a special snowflake. stealing his mouse. Yes, she um, certainly is. But, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, 
when when it comes this is, this to is a, this is more of an occasion where I'll I'll tell you this as well and this is terrible and I and I get this from my mother um do as I say not as I do <laughs> because while I can nitpick the fuck out of Lady Holder one of you bitches better not <laughs> and while I will take nitpicking from her I would not take it from anybody else because if anybody else had sent me that email I would not have gotten up and left my computer I would have stayed at my computer and and composed a very long email detailing how you could go fuck yourself before I went and corrected all the mistakes I made Excuse me, you corrected everything. But she didn't get the fuck you and... email. No, you got you corrected everything, got on the phone and told me to go fuck myself. <laughs> that's see? Sending see? a long email, you called me to tell me to go fuck myself. <laughs> but not okay? like bad. No, it was a good go fuck yourself. It wasn't like I'm an angry go fuck yourself. I calmed down first. You got on the you got on the phone and said, I just spent an hour and a half correcting my everything with this and I'm going, Oh shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. So, but yeah. And by the way, you know, it, it, the the thing is, the thing really about this is, this is something that's not. I didn't automatically get this right. Okay. Um, it's taken a very long time for me to be able to say, okay, I see something, and call her on it. When we started working together, it was it was very different. Okay, that's and not then my we fault. Started... No, it isn't. But it was it your was fault. two strangers working bullshit. It was two strangers <laughs> working together. Fault. I never. I am. You know, that's the thing people um, people mistake. Um, I'm not sensitive. I have been professionally edited for fifteen years. I'm. I'm, I'm not sensitive. to somebody I don't know, so I don't sit there and play whack-a-mole with their buttons to find out which one works. This is true. But, <laughs> but a lot of people in fandom assume that I'm hypersensitive and I can't take criticism. Um, it's not that I can't take criticism, and I've said this before, and I'll say it again, and I don't care if you get offended. I don't think most people are qualified to, criti- um, to criticize me, which is arrogant, and I don't care. <laughs> It's the the crazy thing. The crazy thing about this is, for me, um, it was a lot of, and and you know, I'm not trying to say that. A lot of the cues that that Kira and I worked off of when we started talking to each other were emoticons, and how we we accented or or, or put our, our commas and you know how we talked over text. All right, and then you know, then we we got comfortable enough that she and I she and I started talking. Now, admittedly, she called me the first time because I pissed her off. That's true. That's true. The first time I called her, she gave me her phone number a long time ago, like before, like uh-huh. way before I called her. She she gave me her uh-huh. phone number, and then she pissed me off one night, so I called her. <laughs> yeah, I remember that conversation, and it's like. Hello. I forget what oh, she did. Fuck. I don't. I know. I'm not putting it on air. Fuck no. <laughs> um, but the thing is, is I do forget I what you did. Yeah, I did. I do. I actually have no clue. I, That's I'm good, good because good. you don't want to do that again. Whatever it was. <laughs> yeah. 
me. Um, honestly, I think she actually used. She used. Um, actually, I think it was what the hell did you what? And that was basically the first part of the conversation, and it all went downhill <laughs> from there. Um, and the crazy thing is, is I will actually. Most of the time, we call each other by our, our fandom names. All right. Um, well, that's I because I, I, I don't want to make the mistake and use mm-hmm. the wrong name on the air. And so mm-hmm. a lot of times, um, even if I know your guy's real name, I don't use it because I don't want to um, mm-hmm. use the wrong one. And right. um, Original Tempest is a bad one for me because that's not how I met him originally because um, he had a different name on Facebook. And so mm-hmm. I sometimes make the mistake of using his other name, his real name, because that's the name that I met him with on Facebook. And right. um, so I try to push that out of my head so I don't end up using it. Yeah. And for me, the thing is, um, you are, in my head, Kira. That's it. Yeah, my favorite thing eight. ever is going to be the day she calls my house and asks for Kira, and my husband answers the phone. If he hasn't figured out my area code yet, because I, I, I've heard him in the background, and it's this, it's this really low rumble, and it's, I mean, <laughs> guys, his voice is really nice, and it's a low rumble, and it sounds really nice. But I get the, who are you talking to? And um, it's, you know, Lady holder from from you know and my home state, and I'm willing to bet the look he's giving her is the fuck. <laughs> well, that's that, that he he probably is giving me a what the fuck message because your phone number is actually in our phone and I have your number labeled by your real name. <laughs> so when you call my house, when you call my house, the phone announces you and it says your name is calling. Because I, uh-huh. um, I have audio caller ID. So when someone calls my house, it tells, it gives out the uh, name of the person mm-hmm. if you have. Or if you're, um, it'll give a phone number if there's no name attached to it, if it's an incoming call right. from somebody I don't know. And, you know, the thing oh. is, is um, I'm really kind of happy to hear about that because if if she ever breaks herself again in November and drops out of sight... <laughs> You did that. You did that two years in a row. I got two hundred thousand k plus of Harry Potter in my email. Both of the. I mean, both times. Both times yes. I've broken a foot. I wrote a hundred k of um, Harry Potter and sent it to her. Uh huh. I get these emails. That's how like, well, the Serpent King happened, and that's how um, that old black magic got written as well. And that's literally. Then were the result of. Yeah, this is literally how I find out. Oh, she's okay and alive. I've got email, and then the next Here's email Harry I Potter. get is yes. Then the next email I get is fuck. My inbox has ten thousand messages. I hit delete. Really? <laughs> of, of which, probably ridiculously, probably <clears throat> about five percent of those were me going. The fuck is wrong with you? Where are you? Are you alive? Am I going to have no, to meet No, that's for real. When I broke um when I broke myself you broke on the, the cancer time. issue. On the cancer you issue broke the and time. I kind of spent mm-hmm. a month in bed. Um I got back online and um I had like literally 9,000 messages in my live journal box. 
I said delete. Because <laughs> there's no fucking way I'm going to go through 9,000 messages. I'm sorry. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not going to do it. You'd still, you'd still be going through 9,000 messages right about now. You yeah. Know. No. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. So, you know. Now, I, a lot I of them were the, updates to communities. I, cause at the time, I belonged to a lot of communities. So it was mm-hmm. updates to stories and stuff like that. And I just said, yeah. fuck it and delete, you know. And yeah. the email was the same way. I just marked them all red and moved on because um, there were just so many. Well, it's it's probably I, too, have because... new neighbors, Senna, and I don't like those bitches either. <laughs> um, my My new neighbors on one side have enough shit out front, not in their yard because they can't get away with that, but on their driveway, hiding behind the two vehicles that are parked in it, um, that I'm really wondering how stuff hasn't wandered off into the, the, the hands of various thieves. But I know why it's sitting in the driveway and not in the garage, because when they open the garage, there's a house in there, all in boxes. You know, so Senna says, like, we have new neighbors and I don't like them. One of them just came over to ask me to keep it down for cussing out my computer, and I told her to stop moaning so loud during sex. She blushed and left. You win, Zena. I love my you win. I, I love my You show. win. Um, my my children. My neighbors aren't really that entertaining. They're not that entertaining. <laughs> um, they're, um, here's the thing. I have a black thumb. I kill plants. <laughs> I, um, I don't think that um, I killed bamboo. Okay, bamboo grows in water. I killed bamboo. I've managed to keep bamboo alive since I think last last um, um, Valentine's Day. It's heart shaped and it's pretty and it's lovely. And I haven't killed it yet. I'm sure it's beautiful. I'm sure it's beautiful. I've killed bamboo. I can't be trusted with plants, so I don't have any in my yard. Wait a second. Wait a second. What about those planters at the end of your driveway? Uh, Are they still alive? No. You didn't let the little old ladies on the streets take care of them? They didn't make it. But it is winter. Jesus I mean, they stop. could just be in... in well, it's start, it's oh. 29 degrees here, so they could be in um, hibernation, right? Are they perennials? Yeah. Uh, okay, well, we'll check in spring. Okay. Anyway, uh. <coughs> my new neighbor, I was at my mailbox, and um, she called herself... Uh, waving at me to come over to her side of the street. So I crossed the street. I didn't want to. Oh, God. I did. And um, she um, she said, oh, I wanted to give you a card. I said, for what? Oh, God. She said, my son runs a landscaping service, and he could um, put some plants in your yard for you. Oh, God. I said, no, thank you. She says, really, I think you need to because your yard's kind of barren. I said, do you want to know why my yard's kind of barren? And she said, oh, why? And her eyes got really wide, and I said, I practiced the black arts in my basement, and it's bleeding out in my yard. It's killing, it's killed my plant. That's why that tree is dying over there. Oh, God, that's fantastic. Her mouth got really wide, and she said, I said, but don't worry. I don't sacrifice people yet. Oh, God. <laughs> and then I came back. I came back to my house, and um, I'm giggling like crazy. <laughs> and my 
My husband says, what did you do? I said, I just told the lady across the street I was a Death Eater. He told me I was going to hell. It was great. <laughs> but, oh, <clears throat> yes. Oh, God, that's fantastic. So, so no, I don't like her. And, um... I'm not gonna call her kid and get shit planted in my yard for me to kill, and um, so yeah, there's just no telling. I keep waiting for the cops to show up to check out my basement. <laughs> uh huh. Oh god. That would be entertaining. Because, but the best part is, is that my husband has his man cave in the basement. <laughs> oh god. So it's full of football really- memorabilia and a big TV and. You know what you really ought to do is find a nice horror movie with some some horrific soundtrack, load it up in the basement, open the windows, and let it rip. Hey, we do have surround sound down there. Yeah, something that with some nice screens. <laughs> Psycho. We, we have the recommendations of Psycho or The Birds. Psycho has that soundtrack. It's kind of distinctive. But- <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know. I'm considering. Yeah. The best part is, is that we have blackout curtains because our, um, our basement's half. So there are windows on top of our basement that are ground level. They're on the ground, uh-huh. and we have blackout curtains on them, um, so that we can have you know movie experience in the in, in the man cave. Um, it's fantastic. It's it's just it's great. You can't. I I couldn't buy that kind of entertainment. No, so I immediately went and told my old lady posse so they would be in on it. So if they, so if she asked them, they'll back me up. <laughs> God. And see, this is the thing that we do because she'll say this type of shit, and I'll be on the phone with her, and um, we'll be we'll be shopping. She'll be actually in the store. I'll be in on my phone listening to her, and she'll tell me that she needs me to remember that the noodles for. One Chinese dish she likes is at a specialty grocery store across the, the the across town, if I remember correctly. And I'm supposed to remember what ta- what store it was. Fuck if I can remember. But I was supposed to remember <laughs> that. At the time, you did, and that's all that matters. Yeah, and and you know, then you tell me you're walking into Kroger's, and Kroger's for me now equals apple fritters. That's true. And, that's true. True story. And. And before you got the soda stream, I was to remember to, to tell you to always pick up at least a sleeve of Diet Pepsi because otherwise <coughs> otherwise you would be out because you never had enough at home. No, there's never yeah. enough. Never. No. Ever, and ever. This, is, this, this is because I wish <laughs> I'm on the phone with her. She's wandering through the grocery store and she's commenting that, oh, these look really good. You would not believe that the... I mean, really nice, juicy steaks, and they smell okay, and everything is great. And I'm thinking, I can't see shit. You know, I'm looking at my computer <laughs> screen. You know, words with friends does not look like a juicy steak. Now I want steak. Fuck. It's unfortunate. I have no it's steak. really unfortunate. But the worst thing I ever did to anybody was that um, I uh, I have an immune deficiency, so I, I see a variety of doctors, and um, I had to have dual blood um drawn 
um, over a period of weeks, and they used up all the spots in my arms, and so they had to move my hands. And when they did, I ended up with two big, giant bruises on top of my hands. Oh, God, I remember this. <laughs> and I'm in a... Um, in a uh, Panera. Are you in the store? Like a, no, I was in a Panera. Um, okay. Yeah, I was in a Panera. Because, yeah, because, because, because I was sitting. Because, um, because I was sitting. Okay, I was in a Panera, mm-hmm. and um, I'm sitting there, and this lady keeps looking over at me, and she keeps looking at my hands, and she keeps looking, and she keeps looking, and she looks really confused and freaked out, and finally I turned to her with the most serious expression I could muster, and I said, Stigmata. And I put yeah. my headphones back on. Didn't say anything else. I I think I fell out and 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 I don't know if I almost died because my car you know jerked out of control or whatever. But I heard about that when it was like really. Oh my god! You should her face. Oh my god! You should have seen her fucking face. <laughs> oh my Thor! It was fantastic. Fan fucking fantastic, <laughs> and the best part, you know, is of course that I'm an atheist, and that makes it terrible. <laughs> yes, yes. Our our hand basket is packed for hell, and we plan on taking yes. it over. So you know, pack accordingly, ladies and gentlemen. Speaking of hell you know. and um, atheism, I watched the first three episodes of Constantine. Um, no, no. He's pretty, and I love his accent, but. There's a reason why, beyond the fact that the fandom freaks me out, that I never watch Supernatural. Um, I don't... Uh, I'm what it, you call part- one of those militant atheists. I don't <laughs> believe it. I don't want to see it. I don't find mythology particularly entertaining. I just don't. And not even um, as attractive as that man is, is Constantine watchable to me. And so, no, sorry. I won't even be able to read in the fandom. Uh, you know, because I don't watch Supernatural for the same reason. All that mm, yeah, odd stuff. That, that's, I just don't. Oh, yeah, you're hives. You and Rodney. There's there's reasons I call you Rodney, you know, and and lots of them – are the fact that you and Rodney are both militant atheists. Um, I don't know that McKay is a militant atheist. I mean, I paint him that way, and I think it's Fanon, pretty much. But is uh-huh. it ever said explicitly in the show? I don't remember. I really yeah. don't. You know? Um, Body glue. Body glue has kept many a tick covered up by skimpy costume. The... Um, in in Star Trek, the original series where with Shatner and crew, it was um, it was double sided sticky tape and surgical glue. It 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 made it so that way those costumes could stay on when there was nothing, not a goddamn thing other than perhaps gravity keeping everything up, and well you know the amazing breasts that some of those women had. But yeah, I know right that. I mean, and that was pre-surgery, people. Well, they might yeah, have had a little bit of surgery back then, but not like they do now. No, feats of structural engineering, and and you know, the structural engineering is not the um, 
internal structure of the woman. It's the the uh, the costumes that were made, and it's like really let's wow, yeah. Okay, I don't want to actually talk about this in depth, but I do want to say this. Um, Kim Kardashian is a terrible person. And she's not terrible because she's on reality TV. And she's not terrible because she's famous and she's married to somebody famous. And she's terrible because she thinks it's perfectly okay to let society, and I'm going to say it, straight men objectify her ass. I have an Way to further our cause, Kim. Way to say, hey, you need to respect women. Way to go. Let's Photoshop I, your ass for the entire fucking planet to see because that's going to do so much for women's rights. She is a terrible fucking person. I'm sorry. Um... There's a big I difference actually, between being beautiful and and not being a, not being ashamed of what you look like or who you are. And you see beautiful women in the news all the time, and and they're not hiding that they're beautiful. They're they're not, but they're not putting themselves on display for the entire purpose of being objectified. And that's what she did. Um, one of the most beautiful women uh, that I can I can remember seeing is. And she she's not classically beautiful. She wasn't classically beautiful when she was much younger. But the actress who plays M, or played M, in the James Bond film, Judy Dench. Yes, James Judy Dench. She was always a very strong-looking woman. She she her features were not the delicate beauty type thing, and it took her a while to age into it. And she's always been one of the more beautiful women for me. Um, my first introduction to Angela Lansbury was Bedknobs and Broomsticks. Okay. Um, when Angela was aged out of the movie Heroine and was moving into the movie Matron, if you will. Yeah. She, is, is, she was um, always I- beautiful. Yeah, you can be beautiful, and, and you can put yourself on display. But I think what Kim Kardashian did is worse than being in Playboy. I really do. Because it's like she's saying she has absolutely no value beyond the display of her ass. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. ugly. Her ass. I don't actually not. approve of penthouse or penthouse, especially, is terrible. I don't, I don't approve of it at all. Um, Playboy. My experiences with Playboy are hit and miss. Um, I don't um, necessarily have a problem with it. I don't have a problem with porn. I porn is meant to be objectifying and mm-hmm. when you does it real well. pose for um a porn magazine, that's what you're 
being paid to do. But this this thing with Kim Kardashian is not a porn magazine. It is, um, I don't know. There's just something about it that offends the fuck out of me, and I can't explain it. It <coughs> maybe because she's not someone who you know she's not a Playboy model. She's she's not a porn actress yet. Um, she's not shaking it for money. She's just doing it because she can. There's no need behind that. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. It, 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 it just offends the fuck out of me. And I, I don't really have, I, I can't even articulate why. It's just, it's so, she's doing it for fame. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's famous for being famous. Um, She's stoking the fires of of the fame. She's got to keep, if you notice that, that, you know, people, people, you know, ease out of the news cycle and then they drop some type of a bomb where they're doing something and their name's all of a sudden back in the news and it's it's a cycle. She's going to keep doing that. You know? You know, the thing is, is that um, Playboy has some redeeming value. I just don't think Kim Kardashian does. It is terrible. It's terrible because I write porn. I I read porn. I buy porn. I I and I'm not. The thing is, is that when you put um, yourself on display for the point of pornography, um, you know what you're doing and you're honest about mm-hmm. it. It's honest. It's this is look at me. I'm naked. Check me out. You know you want to draw okay, to this. But that's thing. not what I she's just, doing. There's no, something so thing. dishonest. I, about and coy and ugly about what she's doing. It's I don't know. I just I don't know. looked up. I just looked up Kim Kardashian on Google and I oh, typed so you in hadn't Kim Kardashian. Seen it. Oh no, I hadn't. I typed in mm. Kim Kardashian ass. Most of the pictures <laughs> this woman seems to be in, her ass is what's oh, yeah. on display. All right, yes. now, I she, will she's admit, very fond of showing off her ass. Yes. She has but worse than that, but worse than that, it's photoshopped. It's not even really her. She she has what looks like the classic hourglass figure. The problem is, like most women with an hourglass figure who aren't artificially augmented, most of the sand in her hourglass is in the bottom. And I'm wondering if she's one of those women who wears the specialty underwear so her bottom does not sag. Because <laughs> I don't know what she's got going on. I don't actually approve of the word whore. I don't um I I don't slut whore. It there's very there's very few women who actually qualify as a whore to use the definition the thing is, is of I don't think that anybody qualifies. I mean, you know, the, no. it's just a you know be a prostitute if you want to. Get paid for sex one way or another. You know, in many, 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 many ways. And this is going to be ugly. So, guard up your big girl panties, ladies. Marriage is its own form of prostitution. On both sides of the street. Yes, this is agreed. By the way, I'm I'm of the firm opinion, and have been since I read about it the first time. But but. J.D. Robb, a.k.a. Nora Roberts, has the right idea. If you're going to have prostitution and we haven't gotten rid of it yet and, and civilization's been around for, what, 10,000, 15,000 years and we haven't gotten Look. rid of the oldest profession, legalize it, legislate it, 
put put rules and regs on it, make them get inspected, and and you know, um, they have to have certificates. Are Good Constitution laws are our form of misogyny. That's all oh, they yeah. are. It is a it is another way for men to control women and to shame women for everything they do without the permission of a man. Well, that's that's why I'm of the firm opinion that if you're going to have um you know the the whole prostitution thing, do it the same way that J.D. Robb did it, where there's both sexes who do it and, you know, you've got the whole process going, and you've also got, if, if there's rules, there's regs, there's there's inspections, they're, they're taxed, it's a profession, okay? It's not... It's still a profession, it's um, just a low-down profession. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, know, the thing is, is, prostitution wasn't always illegal. No. And apparently um, we're not having my turn. It is, okay. it is misogyny. It is um, religious misogyny and discrimination. Most things geared to control women mm-hmm. is. But whatever. I don't agree with the term whore. I don't agree with the word slut because it is applied to women but rarely applied to men unless it's done in jest or even as a compliment. Because you call a man a whore, he thinks it's funny. You call a mm-hmm. woman a whore, it's not funny. No. You call a man a slut, he's going to grin at you. Yeah. <laughs> and agree. A woman, depending on who the woman is, she's going to cry or get mad. So whore or slut, those are terms that are used to degrade women and compliment men. And mm-hmm. that I have a problem with that. I, I do. Um, you know, we are uh, a species built around um, sex. Yeah. Well, Not having know. it, having it, wanting to having it, want to have it, can't have it. Thinking about it. Thinking about Thinking it. About producing it. it. Doing it, yeah. Writing about it, <laughs> dreaming about it. Uh huh. <clears throat> Ignoring it. Ever how you approach uh-huh. sex, um, you can't deny it is a part of your life, whether you want no part of it or whether you want to have it all the fucking time. Pun intended. Um, mm-hmm. So it's it's there, and um, I I whore slut. They're just words. Um, you know, there's a there's an article, there's a thing going on in time right now, words that should be banned. And one of those words being um, voted on is feminism. Feminism apparently should be banned as far as this poll is concerned. I think the word whore should be banned. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I don't, you know, it's just, I don't know. There's... Uh, I use it. The thing is, is I use it. I called my husband whore the other day. (laughs) And he responded with with slut, maybe. I don't remember. Um, But we had this game where we insult each other to be be really creative about it, you know, and so it always starts out with whore or slut. Um, I'm just saying that when you call a woman a whore 
for promoting her sexuality, you're not just degrading her. You are casting dispersions on all women because mm-hmm. um, you're saying that um, she's not entitled to her sexuality. Uh, she's not entitled to, to want sex or need sex, uh, and she's a whore for doing so. Uh, my my husband and I, when we get talking, and I you've never heard it because we haven't really done it when you and I are on the phone. Um, I'll get on the I'll get on the phone, and um, I did this real recently, and it's like um, I'll, I'll call him and I'll say, "Hubby, my love, my joy, my most wondrous one," and his reaction is, "What did you do?" Okay, not "I love you too." You're sweet. You're wonderful. You're kind. You're lovely. It's deeply suspicious. What did you do? Because we're sitting there and bettering each other up. I don't I don't normally call him I don't normally call him um a bitch, although he <laughs> is incredibly bitchy some days. Um I will admit that I called him a jackass. Um then again, I do this at the table when we're playing cards with the family and, you know, he's just done something wholly objectionable and he's sitting there cackling, at which point my language goes further south than, than really ever has been, and the rest of the family joins him. So, you know, then again, wait a second. I do curse at him, you know, so whatever. Uh, most of the time when we call each other anything, it's with the understanding that we're not... Serious. Yeah, the aggressive, the aggressive meanings of the word that we use um, aren't there. Okay, um, if I'm going to call him a jackass, it's not me being trying to be mean to him. Um, if I tell there him, are, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah, we do, no, I don't do that. I don't do that. I don't um, quite. I don't. Um, there are um, relationship rules, I guess you would say, and um, there are some yeah. words you just don't say, you know, and um, idiot, moron, um, calling someone stupid. Those aren't things that I do. I try to avoid doing I, them because um but there there are two cuss words that I will I cannot call my husband. Beyond the most obvious one being Yes. Um yes. That what one it is. is. That one's a no uh, Yeah. Um although interestingly enough he called me a cracker last week. <laughs> That's a different you know, matter altogether. You know, Here's here's the thing. I I have literally said, and I don't know if he's heard me or not because I may or may not have been on speaker, but I have told her spouse, you are the bravest bastard I have ever met. <laughs> that All is right? a term I don't call my husband. I don't call him bastard. I don't call him a son of a bitch. Okay, well, I don't I'm think sorry. that I, I've I... ever called any man a son of a bitch because you're not actually insulting him you're insulting his mother and um my favorite um, of course is motherfucker i i i am fond mm-hmm. of motherfucker i i really am <coughs> you you've said some interesting shit to my husband over the phone but you know then True. again mine's also you know mine's also gone and and you know completely screwed everything over to 
to see exactly what, you know, um, what he can do to make you laugh. You know? <laughs> I called him an asshat one, didn't I? Yeah, and I think I actually yeah, I had you. to go find... I think I actually had to go find a a um a, a, a something to show him what asset meant. And his reaction was, "Why does she do this to me?" You know, and and yeah. <laughs> <sighs> it is my goal in life to make somebody Google. No, that's just no like calling somebody an ocean-going cunt. No, it's an ocean-going thunder cunt. Come on. No, no. You know? No, it's an ocean-going cunt. Um, and because um, I had to look that shit up myself when my mother <laughs> called that person that in the store. Um, and it's cock-juggling ocean-going cunt as far as Senna is concerned. Um, but I think it's actually ocean-going cunt and cock-juggling thunder cunt. They're two separate terms. Yeah, well. kept separate. Um, uh, <coughs> anyways, I had to go look up ocean going cunt, and for those of you who don't know what it means, um, it means smelly fish cunt. <laughs> now you know. Of fish, speaking of fish, and I don't know I what thunder cunt means, but cock juggling is pretty obvious. Although it does bring to mind that whole bag of dicks thing. Yes, the problem is it's a bowl, and we've got we've got the picture but somewhere. Um, I'm sure actually cock juggling means whore. It means she's got so many dicks that she's taking and that she's having to juggle that process. And I, I does thunder cut mean her cut echoes? I mean, or, or, or yeah. there's like a cavern? If you take it apart. <clears throat> yes. This <laughs> the things that we do. Oh God. Um. Yeah. By the way, guys. And again, uh, I need to say it again, even though I don't think it needs to be said again. I'm going to say it because it brings to mind Google and googling things that you 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 hear that you should never ever in a million years Google. Oh never, God. Ever ever Google the term blue waffle. It's fake. Yeah. You still don't need to see it. <laughs> oh, don't do I'm, it. I'm bad. I laugh. Look, I, I have I, I, I have a notoriously weak stomach. I have to tell you that I googled it and I threw up. I googled it, saw it, turned and threw up into the trash can next to my desk. <laughs> And I Don't tilted my it. head to the side. I tilted my head to the side and went, "Ew." Okay, backspace. You know, it's not a challenge. Um, it, it, it's not no, even. Um, I, it really I'm isn't. not even close to a double dog dare on this. I I am telling you for your own benefit. Do not do this. Yeah, the. It can't we, be unseen. Have, it's not real. No. It's fake. It's fake. By but the way, you can't by the way, unsee it. By the way, speaking of double dog dinners, okay. I don't know what your so um I, um area code is, Senna. What's your area code? Um. Okay. The the my dad was talking about me and telling me that you Hello? know I or talking to me. Hey, baby. Seriously, don't 
Look it up. <laughs> you get it. Google it. Google it. Google it. Google it. Google it. I'm serious. <clears throat> I'm fucking serious. Don't do it. Even, even seeing or I mean, hearing the term, even saying the term, brings the picture into my head. And like, it, does. it really is it something does. you literally cannot unsee. And um, you I can gag just thinking it. about it. It's, my sister sent it to me in a text because she's an asshole. Oh, that is evil. Yeah, you're telling me. She's six years younger than I am. She had plenty of time to learn how to be an asshole from me. Oh, if it and is a Smurf STD. Azura says blue waffle sounds like a, a Smurf STD. If it, it is. is, then Smurfette is. is the she is, she bad. Is Smurfette zero. in a bad way. Um, she she's got a zero. She got gang gang green as a as a hoo ha. (laughs) Oh God! Oh, ah, ah! Damn it! (laughs) Fully just made me visualize it. Ah! Ah, the curse of an overactive imagination. There, there are just some Mm. things you that you can't unsee, and and that is one of them. You should never, ever, ever, ever in a million years Google it. Um, and I'm actually of the firm belief that the Smurfs are gay. Because they're all like natural born females. Uh huh. Smurf and 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 and had a tail. And it wasn't until Papa Smurf did some weird Papa Smurf magic thing. Adjust your green, not blue. blue. Adjust your TV. <laughs> but no, Smurfette and Fastet were both made by Gargamel. And Smurfs actually were delivered by the stork. And we found that right. out because the stork lost the Smurf once. And they found him Ooh. living in the in, in the jungle. And, and, and he was called Wild Smurf. Of course he was. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm betting. Are you I'm talking about the one that like growled and had a um, loincloth? <clears throat> yeah. The most interesting yeah. part about that is that right, they did have no real interest in Smurfette except for one or two, and I think that maybe Handy Smurf was deviant because <laughs> he was the only one that seemed to like her, and Vandy Smurf Handy only Smurf liked himself. Well, yeah. wait a second. What about Brainy Smurf? I thought he liked Smurfette as well. I always kind of thought Brainy was asexual. Brainy is asexual. Yeah. Well, just so saying. Is, so is I don't know. Is 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 this really? No, vanity are we really is sitting here. Sexual. Yes, are, we are. are. Having a yes. discussion about Smurf sexuality. <laughs> yes, we are. How did how did the fuck did that happen? What? Why you, you really want to visit it? the previous topic? Let's avoid it. You you almost barfed. Moving on. <coughs> we're trying not to plot. That's what we're doing. Yes. Mm. Oh, you motherfucker. Yes. I said kill him. <coughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah. Uh, right. Then it's playing a game. <laughs> she really is. Yes. She's playing I a am. game. Did you see the graphics update for the Arbiter? No. Oh I don't my God. have an Xbox One, Senna. I'm so upset. I don't have an Xbox One. I don't know if I can afford to buy one when the new Halo comes out. It's really upsetting. They're really expensive. I saw the, 
I, saw I think CP owes you one for Christmas. Maybe I saw he does. The commercial. Yeah, I saw the commercial. They just for the cut the price Halo. by fifty dollars. That's good. Mm. I saw the commercial for the new Halo Master Chief thing. Um, with Master Chief collection. Yes. Amazing. I was at my. I saw. I was at my mom and dad's place. I saw this thing and I looked at it and I just started giggling. And mom's like, "Do you play?" It's like, "No." And she's like, well, what, what's, what's going on? Well, I know on? two said, little nut jobs that do. Well, yeah, but there was that. And I said, I said, Kira's writing a, a fanfic, you know, set in that universe. And, and, Sorry. Yes. And and she's like, really? I said, yeah, it's great. She's like, why? Um, she plays? <laughs> Speaking of, Kaya just said in the chat room that she bought, um, that she just got Halo Reach. I was um Halo Reach is by far the best story in yeah. the entire Halo games um game verse. I mean it is mm-hmm. groundbreaking and and huge and encompassing and it's just it's extremely epic. So even if you it don't is. play the game, go over to um Wikipedia and read the story of Halo Reach or wherever you got to read it. Just you know read it because it is amazing. Oh god, it's so good. If and they did such a YouTube. great job of merging the events with Re- uh, of Reach with the first Combat Evolve game. Because they bring you right up to that moment when Cortana leaves Reach and um oh. and those Spartans make that big sacrifice to get her off the planet. And I have to tell you this. When I played Halo Reach, I played it in ten I hours. I cried. Ten straight hours. I played ten straight hours. And I got to the end. Did you blink? And, I'm, and, and, and my character has, has, has gotten Cortana off the planet, and she's with the Master Chief, and she's safe. And I burst into tears. Yep. It was viscerally the most satisfying game I've ever played. I kicked so much ass in that game. And when I won, it was like I really fucking won. It was it was like I was there. I was in it. I was I was kicking ass. It's like oh, you legitimately pushed it. it's like you legitimately helped Master Chief and Cortana both. Right, like, yeah. It, it legitimately was, it feels was, like that. It was epic. I mean, it was it was just because the thing is is with with Halo, with the regular Halo games, you're playing in Master Chief. With um with Halo Reach, you get to build your own character. And you can make the character female, which was awesome. Now, I've played the totally character as a male. You couldn't do it in any other game. <clears throat> I played the character as a male and as a female. And what's really fascinating about the game is when you play it with the different sexes, the character moves different when it's a woman. Did you notice that? Yeah, because it's supposed to. Men and women don't have the same kind of game. Right, and the thing is, is a lot of times when you play games, when your character's male or female, they all move the same. But with Halo Reach, you can tell they, 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 they put this huge amount of effort into into pushing you into the game. So I'll I'll put it this way. Um Bungie was Reach was one of the last projects that Bungie worked on for Microsoft. Um if you go and you look at the way that the characters move in Reach and then you go and you look at the way that the characters move in Destiny, the people that work at Bungie Studios make an honest effort to genuinely portray 
proper body motion for both genders, no matter if they've made them different races or anything like that. They anatomically want you to move the way that you should for your skeletal structure. They it's amazing to play it that way. Yes. Because she like, moves different, she runs different, yeah. she holds a weapon different. I mean, isn't it hard? I mean, when you play yeah. it as a male and a female, it's an entirely different game. The feel yeah. of it, how you shoot weapons, how you aim, everything just feels a little bit different, like it should. Yeah. Cool. It's, it's, and it's when amazing. you get your Xbox One, because I know you're getting one. Um, I really oh, yeah. do well, think you should yeah. pick up Destiny. It's kind of like an MMO um, a little bit, so but mm-hmm. it's good. I just, you know, um, I don't know, but I, I think that as a gamer, um, the only other game that really moved me as much as Halo Reach, and it didn't quite reach it, um, was the new uh, Laura Croft game. Oh, they are making a sequel. They are, yeah. Um, yeah, they announced a new three this year. It's called Rise of the Tomb Raider. It was amazing to see her at her beginning when she didn't have the skills. Because I've been playing Tomb Raider for a long time, and the first first game I ever played, she was already a badass. And um, she already had all these skills and weapons, and and she was just a real badass. But in the new Lara Croft game, um, it's called Tomb Raider, right, Tomb Raider? Yeah. It's called Tomb Raider, and then the second one is Rise of the Tomb Raider. She's young, she's really inexperienced, and the first time she kills, she cries. Yeah, she does. She throws up, and then she cries. And it's mm-hmm. just, it's it's emotionally, I mean, it invests so. Yeah, and she's, when she first starts, she doesn't run as fast, and she can't, and she misses jumps. And no matter how hard you try, no matter how good you are at the game content itself, the character isn't... Um, Capable of it yet. So yeah. you go into this game with skills that you have from other Laura Croft games, and you can't do those things yet with Laura. She has to learn them. And so yeah, it's, like the double... it was an interesting ex- Right. <laughs> that final boss fight, though, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Fucking love it. <laughs> <laughs> She's still so bad at it, personality-wise. When she... The thing is, is with this new game is when she has an accomplishment, you're so fucking excited for her. You're like, yeah, wow, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you have to you pause are. the game because you're super excited that she's you're just so she's excited mastered for this her. thing and right, and that yeah. she's mastered something and and now you get to do it. And um, I, uh, you know, I don't know. It's it's it's, it's viscerally a, a very satisfying game to play. Um, you you yeah. learn a lot about the character and um. You learn a lot. Of, it's just it's it's really interesting to see her moving around these maps, and she doesn't have the experience that you're used to her having. So she's not as agile, and she's not as um, her her aim is off. <laughs> now I know you're not a Sony gamer, huh? I know you're not a Sony gamer, but I think they put it up on Steam recently. There's a game that was technically a PlayStation exclusive, but it should be available for the PC. It's called Last of Us. If you want a game that's got a super engaging storyline that will drag you into it and make you attached to the characters, that is one of the best games that came out last year. Last of Us? Yes. Even if you just watch the videos for it, it's an amazing game. 
what I like about like, games tell me a story is um, because I'm a storyteller, and yeah. when I can play a game that's both entertaining and it, it tells me a story and it, my character is moving and it's not just about aliens or killing aliens, although I really do enjoy sniping. I have to admit that. Well, I'm a sniper at heart. Everybody. I'm a sniper at heart. I really <laughs> enjoy that. Um, I especially enjoyed in you. Reach how I got to be in the helicopter. I got to snipe from the helicopter. That was fucking awesome. I really enjoyed that. <laughs> got to sit in the gutter seat. I, I really... <laughs> I don't wonder that you are, you know, absolutely the most bloodthirsty person I know. I know, right? Totally. <sighs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> but it's... um. I don't know. I I enjoy a game that tells me a story. One of my favorite games ever. I'm gonna mess up how you say this. Uh, Deuce X. Is that right, Senna? Deuce X. What is it? Deuce X. D e D e u s e X. And it's a story mm-hmm. about uh, bio modifications and uh, the apocalypse and <clears throat> the world so and human revolution. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it's Deus Ex. Yeah, I love that shit. Oh my god, I love that game. Um, and there was one, um, there was one on the original Xbox. The the Xbox had a, a game for it too, and it was amazing. I loved it, and I have the new one for the Xbox 360 as well, but I didn't like it as much. What I liked about the story is that you got to choose everything. You got to choose Ellie whether Moore you were a like bad guy too. or a good guy, and you got to play both sides, and you could lie, and you could cheat, and you could steal, <laughs> and you could be, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. you could save the world, or you could destroy the world, and either way you want. <laughs> See, and those are the you kind of games your, that I usually play. You made your own goals, and so when, I'm a, when I play games, I like games that... Um, that move me emotionally, entertain me, and keep me interested, and and let me explore the character that that I'm playing. And so for that, have you played Mass Effect? I have. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's another one. We won't talk about yeah. the ending for three. No. No. No, we won't. That doesn't get no. discussed ever. No. It never happened. No. You know they're making no, a fourth one though. Our, I'm not sure I trust them. It's kind of like at the I, end I don't. of Halo uh, 3. <laughs> now, Halo 3 or Halo 3 ODST? Not ODST, uh, Halo 3. I okay. actually enjoy. I enjoyed ODST. A lot of people didn't, but I, I did. did. Um, I, I I like the story. I, I like the information, you know, the other side of it. I really enjoyed it. Well, what I liked about ODST is that it was the gateway for them to start Halo Reach, which is what gave us Halo Wavepoint, which if any of you haven't seen it, you can find the videos on YouTube. They've been out for a couple years now. Also, you should probably check out the video Forward Unto Dawn, um, and they are starting a Halo mini TV series that I think Hulu has the rights to. Um, but it's the... The stuff that you find on Halo Waypoint actually adds a lot to both the um, oh god, I can't the, both the Covenant and 
um, humanity. Like it adds a lot of background information for both. The, the so. real meat of, of of Halo is that you have to keep in mind that these Spartans were taken as children and they were modified against their will. They weren't consulted. They were stolen. Yes. Experimented on and turned into killers. Soldiers. Killers. Which is why they don't have real names except for their code names, which, like, John 117. Mm Mm-hmm. So it's it's, it's terrible. So when I was playing with it, Stargate, I... I had to move away from that because it's so, um, it's, it's, it's horrific. Rape. It's, you it did. the worst kind. Um, it's so Halo has a terrible, it. terrible, terrible backstory. And there I mean, are books some, for the, the series, too. I don't, I don't recommend the books. I haven't read them. I've never really got interested in them because. <laughs> I really don't recommend the books. I, um, I read one. It was brutal. You're right, Kat Kaya. It was brutal. Um, but uh, Halo itself is, is it's, it's very interesting, the, the whole construction. And the end of Halo 3 broke my heart. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I cried. I was like, oh, my God, no, they didn't. But I didn't. I did not watch the end credits. Oh, I did. Uh, but I was crying until we got to that part. When I didn't got to that know. Part, I, was just like, oh my God. I got so mad. I fucking turned the game off, and then I heard there was an after credit scene, and I was like, "Oh shit!" And but you know what? The worst part about that is you can't get to that fucking after credit Unless scene you do the final without playing all the over final again. battle over again. So I played the whole battle over again and watched the part that made me cry, and then I get to the end and I see the credits, and I'm like. Yep. Okay. 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 Because By the way, if any of you didn't know, the forerunners are assholes. So serious assholes. But what happens? Like ancient level of assholes. That when you end, when when you get to the end of Halo Three, the Master Chief has saved the galaxy. He's saved Cortana. And they're mm-hmm. getting on, um, they're on the ship, and they're getting away, and the ship breaks up in basically what is hyperspace for the uh, game. Just for a frame of reference for those of you who might not know. I mean, it's just, it's basically hyperspace. They're, they're, they're doing a hyperspace jump, and the ship breaks in two. And yeah. then it cuts to a cutscene on, on Earth, and the Arbiter, who is Covenant, but became a traitor and joined the human, the, the humanity forces. He is at a memorial service for the Master Chief. <laughs> You're thinking, oh my fucking god, they killed the Master Chief. How can they fucking kill the Master Chief? And you know, I got so mad. I cried. I was crying. I was mad. I cut it off. I called my husband at work. I said, they killed the Master Chief, and he says, oh my god, do you need me to come home? <laughs> You're damn right, I do. It's like when they yeah, killed Superman and people found out. Bring chicken. <laughs> I was Wait. a mess. So he did, in fact, bring me chicken. <laughs> and Smart man. Um, a milkshake. Oh, <laughs> and he gets really home. I am a mess. Really I am. Not. I am a total mess. And I played Halo Three the day it came out. 
And then I was so mad, I avoided any discussion of it for weeks. And then I saw, by mistake, a because um, I wasn't looking for it, I didn't want to see it, um, that someone has said on a uh, posting on Facebook, I think, that there was an after credit scene for Halo 3. And I thought, well, what the fuck is that? And I didn't go to YouTube. Amazing. I went... I, I went back to my game, and I played the final level again, and I sat through that horrible scene where <laughs> I thought the Master Chief was dead. Was and then there's all these, there's all these fucking credits, and then I get to the scene where we find out that the part of the ship that he was in didn't break apart and explode like we thought, and it just went somewhere else, and Cortana and him are okay, and... It's amazing because he puts her in a little pedestal and she's standing there in front of him and, and he gets in the pod. And it's almost, and this is really going to be creepy, but it's almost romantic. It's really sweet, which is a little creepy, but yeah. <laughs> right. It is. He's a next. It, 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 excuse me. Excuse me. <clears throat> what? Our, peanut, peanut gallery commenting here because I don't play. I, I, of the three of us, I don't play any of these games. But isn't the Master Chief the next best thing to asexual? Um, we never see him out of the suit, but I don't, I don't know. I mean, they don't really, there's, there's no, they never actually say, I mean, you see a couple of previews from when he's younger that, I mean, he could possibly have been before they experimented on him, but they never actually really say. Um, but what I did was, what, what I did in Stargate, um, is that Master Chief is John Shepard's great grandfather. Right. I want you to know that when you when I read that part that you're about to talk about, I was just like floored because it was just so seamlessly in with everything <laughs> else. I mean, it just Not fit quite. so flawlessly. <clears throat> and what Barbara, I did Barbara's with Cortana was that um, Cortana in the Halo series is actually a copy of Halsey, which I find offensive yeah. as fuck. I'm let you know that. Halsey Me. is the reason that all of the Spartans were experimented on. It was her thing. She did it. Was it. Her she idea experimented to on them. these. She kidnapped these children and experimented on them and turned them into Spartans against their will. She my she bio modificated these 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 men and women. Um, and then Cortana is based on her. I find that so offensive. So what I did was I made I made Cortana based on our Earth science scientist and she was in love with the master chief and she made that that ai to protect her spartan yep. so because cortana's very protective of john the the yep. master chief um mm-hmm. and he's very protective of her so i wanted to develop that relationship where he had to leave his woman on Earth, and she gave him the only thing she could, which was an AI of herself. And so I, that's all me. That's um, that. That's not game canon because I just couldn't deal with the game canon. I couldn't accept. Uh, oh God, it just made me so mad. Oh. <clears throat> which is also where Mare comes from. 
um, when I created the AI that that Rodney had, um, that's actually Jarvis inspired because I loved the idea mm-hmm. of Tony having Jarvis, and I thought, well, <laughs> you know, if Rodney was living in the future and AI has happened, then he would totally have an AI. And you know, and if, and Rodney is as arrogant as he fucking is, so of course, um, he had a copy of himself because who wouldn't? <laughs> of course, he would. Who would she has a fantastic ass? And she has a fantastic ass. And he made it a girl to hide what he did and named her Meredith. Because he's also, yeah. again, arrogant. So, you know, yeah, I, uh, yeah. But I do find the, the the Halo verse and the Halo games very inspiring and interesting to play with. And I'm looking forward to having time for that whenever that happens. I'm going to let everybody know I've been waiting for this since she gave us the, the the little snippet of it the first time in Minion Headquarters. Just so you guys know. There are two. Don't get me wrong. I love TV. I, I love Tyler the Vine. right? Yeah, there's uh, there, Pale Horse, yeah. and then there's the other one that you gave us for EAD. Yeah, yeah. Here, here's the I thing. Do, I, I've ahead. seen a little bit more. I've seen a little bit more of that than than probably most anybody else. Don't tell me. I'm, I'm not going to. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm one of those people that it, it takes sometimes a lot of, I shall not be a complete pain in the ass, repeated incessantly, so I don't sit there and ask for the stories that I really, really like, the, the little bits that she goes, here, read this, tell me if it's any good. It's great. You should really write this. Eh, I'll put it up for the next six years. Oh, God. <laughs> this is why I don't share all my stuff with you, because then you, you just get frustrated. <laughs> I don't care. This is I have almost. Frustration is good for me. What was the number? Like, I have like 800,000 words. In, in, you in, have um, eight. No. Uh-uh. Let's be honest. You have more than a million words of fan fiction sitting on the various parts of your hard drive because we didn't get all your major folders. You just went through some of them, okay? Okay, yes. I and have about a million words of unpublished fan fiction. I want to read them all. I have no shame. There's not a bit, a jot. I've told you before, I want to camp out on your hard drive. <laughs> I don't know, because sometimes like, I'll have an idea, and I'll explore it like 10 different ways before I decide how I'm going to go forward with it, which is why there are two different versions of um there's a version and, like, um there's a Stargate version and the Sentinel version of the story where uh-huh. it's either John or Jim who spent a year in isolation because they can't find a guide. And in one it's Blair who's stuck in South America and in the other it's John and Rodney's in Pegasus. The Sentinel one is really good, just so you guys know. Yeah, really they're good. Both, they're both I think fantastic. the Sentinel I, one is more emotional. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. that's kind of how I felt every time I've read it. It's, I mean, it's amazing. That one and uh, oh, what was it in AU? I think the um, the alternate start for the Awakening. I go back and yeah. reread that every once in a while too because I love that one. The I one where he down. forgot who Blair was. Yes. yes. I call that one Forget Me Not. And what happened in that one, if you haven't read it, you guys, is that um, Jim and Blair bonded in South America, and the Army rescued Jim and thought Blair was a native, and they shot him because Blair interfered in the rescue. 
And Jim went dormant and suppressed everything that happened in South America, including bonding and the the supposed death of his guide. And when Blair finally gets back to civilization, Jim is married Carolyn, and he suppressed or, everything. And I'm sorry, I know you hate that word. <laughs> and it breaks Blair's heart, but he just kind of processes it, processes it, and moves on. And but just meeting Blair was enough to wake Jim up. So he spends a year remembering all of this and divorcing Carolyn, and then he gets shot in the line of duty. And he's well, in a, he, he's he in gets a, he's he's at the eleventh hour of the divorce. The, 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 the ink is about ready to get dripped on the paper, and everything goes to shit. Right, he gets shot. He goes into his zone, and his um, father and current wife are trying to get him put in a home. Um, his father, because he doesn't want anybody to know his son's a sentinel, and Carolyn just because she wants his money. And she thinks that's the best way she can do it. And so Blair um, comes in and saves the day, and that is where that ends. And that was the alternate beginning to the um, the awakening. And I moved in a different direction, and I don't remember why. I don't know. It, it's I do been a long love time. the awakening way it is, though. I, you know, I think that when I renamed it, I because the awakening was originally about Jim waking up. Yeah. Okay. When when when. When he zoned, but, but <clears throat> I changed the beginning because I wanted Blair to have a stronger entrance. And he does. I don't remember exactly how I got that entrance. I don't, I don't remember how I got there, but I had those two, and I decided to go with the one where Blair um, pulls Jim across the country to him because I felt it was a stronger beginning. I like but a lot of times, like, a, I also have an alternate beginning from Harry Potter and the Soulmate Bond. <gasps> oh, God. <laughs> Why do you Where do to me? The goblins call Hermione to the bank two weeks before she starts her first year, and the chieftain gives her a letter from Harry Potter. And in that letter, oh, he tells her that she's his soulmate. And he gives her a little bracelet to wear so that no one can take the secret from her. And then she and him exchange letters until he can come to her for their sixth year together. So by the time he meets her, they've been exchanging letters for five years. Well, that definitely takes care of the awkward. Yeah. There's, there's reasons but, I like you, but you're <laughs> uh, And actually, that's actually the the, the, the the file is called Harry Potter and a Soulmate Bond Alternate Beginning. <laughs> it's, it's literally called that. And I found it on the file on the um, file thing with the um, other other files. And I know why I didn't um, go that route. I wanted um, number one. I didn't want to spend um, like eight chapters writing a whole bunch of letters. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And and two, I I wanted them to um kind of I wanted Hermione to have her own experiences in the magical world and her own path before she meets yeah. Harry. I 
so um, that's why that happened the way that happens. But, um, yeah, I mean, a lot of times there will be alternate beginnings. I have, like, six different alternate beginnings for the Sentinels of Atlantis. I see um, you one where to see her hard drive, Mom. Yeah. <laughs> one, I have one where Rodney is already on Atlantis and Sumner is there. And John, oh, I've that John comes online in the Middle East. When when he's a POW, that was an and no. I've read that one. Okay, that he one goes he goes nuclear and activates sentinels all over the Middle East That's in response to the Cuban Alpha, and they for rescue those, him. For, and he what? For those who know, if I remember right, that's an evil author day. Maybe. No. Damn it! <laughs> She's saying no. <laughs> No, so I promise they you, I know Evil Author Days. And <laughs> that is not on Evil Author Day. He's taken oh, to well, Area Fifty One, and he goes to sarcophagus. He's in, um, he gets put in a sarcophagus, and they get him ready. And he goes through testing, and they can't find his guide, and they can't find his guide. And then Rodney's <laughs> file gets reactivated because they've recon they've they've established contact with Atlantis, so the SGC can can say for certain that he's not dead. And um, mm-hmm. him and John are a perfect match, but Rodney's not on Earth, and the SGC has to admit this to at least John. So they send because John over, to Atlanta. Meanwhile, Rodney's Rodney's on Atlantis doing his thing, and he's dating um, Jennifer Keller. Yeah. And in Boo. walks through the Stargate. Um. The prettiest motherfucker he ever saw. Ever did see. Yes, that's exactly what happens. And boom, boom. So that's what that was. Boom. And I had I had a couple of different ones um, also, like one where um, John and Rodney pair up and Elizabeth um, tries to make Rodney manipulate John because he's uh, a guy. And John and... John and Rodney aren't bonded yet, um, but they have that potential, and um, mm-hmm. it doesn't work out. But and then I also have another one where uh, and I'm not sure if this is the same one or not because there, are, like I said, I have a whole bunch of them um, where Rodney is um, recalled to Earth to take care of something. He gets kidnapped by a Sentinel, and That's John and one. Rodney are, is it the same one? And John and Rodney are in like their before. isn't that the one where like. Uh, Jenny gets hurt or something. No, um, that's the one. That's the one where Elizabeth, if I remember right, wants um, wants Rodney to manipulate John, and right, she basically right. and tells tells him to do it in the meeting middle of the meeting right before John sends Rodney back to Earth to get new scientists. And, and John and, heard all of this. He heard it all. He didn't. Yes. There's nothing that happens to Rodney that he doesn't hear. So while Rodney's on Earth. Yeah. Um, there's a military asset on Earth who wants to keep Rodney on Earth because of his abilities, um, and he lets a sentinel in the SGC kidnap Rodney. And Jack yeah, O'Neill has to admit. Jack O'Neill has to admit to Shepard that Rodney has been kidnapped. And oh yeah, John um, is an alpha, and he makes O'Neill open the iris so he can come back to Earth. And he comes back to Earth to get his guy. (laughs) 
That's yeah, what it happens. goes over about as well. It goes over about as well as you expect it does. Yeah, which is which is needless to say, it goes over badly, mm. and it's it's one of those where I I I've got it. I I've actually because I these I remember. Um, I laugh hysterically every time I read it because it to me it's it's some of the best of your writing because it's I don't give a fuck and that's basically tattooed all over John. I don't give a fuck, and it's it's great. It's I love it. When yeah, there's a part care. in that one where John threatens to outright murder the general who's let this happen, and mm-hmm. he tells him that there's a legend about berserkers and how they were probably mm-hmm. sentinels gone crazy on bloodlust, and he has a knife to this man's throat, and he cuts the man, and he cuts the man's skin. And he said, and you'll notice there's not a single guy in this room. Mm-hmm. So the guy isn't telling him what he wants to fucking know. And so the guy immediately tells him what he wants to fucking know. And so, yeah, yeah. I mean, I have a lot of fun with that. Yeah, I can't, I can't deny that. Yeah, that's, that's fun stuff. I, I, yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was great. It was, it was absolutely fantastic. Um, yeah, I, I, she doesn't talk to me about doing the various, um, uh, evil author days. I have no control over. Although I keep praying that something interesting comes out, because I also you know. have one, and I'm not sure if I've ever shared it with anybody. And it's pure. It's pure indulgence. It's, oh, it's so much indulgence. It's ridiculous how indulgent this thing is. Um, no, I, John. John has Sebastian, and um, his wife died, and um, he's a single father, and his kid wants to go see Rodney McKay play. Yes. And yeah, um, I've seen that one. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's on EAD. Well, good though. for you. Um, and <laughs> Don't hit me. <laughs> Sorry, guys. And so John takes his kid to see Rodney McKay play, and they meet um, Rodney and his kid Nathan, who is the son of him and Sam Carter, and. I picked this up from when that there was an episode where Sam Carter died while she was working for NASA. So, so, that, so that, that, that's what happens in this. She was killed in space while she was working for NASA. And so Nathan, I'm terrible because so my brain is like, I'm okay with that. <laughs> Nathan and Sebastian are about the same age, and um, uh, that's the whole reason that he really went that he wanted to see McKay is because Nathan is smart like him and he doesn't have anybody like that. So he's really interested in meeting this other smart kid. And so they're, um, they end up going out to dinner, the four of them. And, um, John and Rodney are trying to be, uh, really not as interested as they are. For the second of their mm-hmm. children. So, you know, <clears throat> so that's what that was. And it's just pure indulgence. I don't even know what I'm going to do with it. I just, I, I thought of the idea of, of them both being single fathers and, and coming together and um, having to deal with the ramifications Which, of that. Pretty interesting. She only puts stuff up that she plans to continue. So right. there's going to be That's stuff the, that yeah. we're going to talk about that isn't going to get posted on EAD because it's done. It never will. There be are no finished. plans to I'm continue not gonna, it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you know, like, I have, like, 
I literally have like 20 works in progress for Harry and Hermione, and a lot of them will never see the light of day. But there is one I am going to put up, and it's um, the one where um, I'm, I'm calling it family politics. And Hermione's mom has lied to everyone and said that Harry is Hermione's boyfriend. And, Herm- and oh, Hermione's all you did give us serious. I'm furious, and Harry is like on board. He's totally on board for this. He is he's game on. He's he's all in, and he is best friends with her father. Mm-hmm. And um, don't they go golfing? Yeah, they go golfing. Yeah. Um, they did a pub crawl after the oh, National God, Quidditch horrific. game. That yeah, and you know it's just like him and Ryan Granger, her dad, are like bros, and. Uh, she doesn't even know what to do with it because he's supposed to be her best friend, but he runs around with her dad, and um, he's her partner in the Unspeakables. And she kind of, you know, she she's at this point in her life where she's broken up with Ron like a hundred times, and um, she keeps taking him back because of habit. And Harry is furious to learn he that Hermione doesn't actually love Ron and has no intention of marrying him. So he's basically been brother zoned for <laughs> like ten years for no fucking reason. So of course he's like, "Well, that's some bullshit." And her father agrees and helps him plan Hermione's downfall, so to speak. So her dad's all in. You know, he's all geared up to have Harry for a son-in-law, so he'll have a permanent golf partner. And um. It's terrible. I, I'm going to put and it up. And some future golf be, partners in the making. It'll be fun. Okay. Yeah. So they're bros, and she doesn't know what to do with it. And they kickbox and go golfing together, and, you know, and she has no idea how to deal with her father and Harry having this relationship. And then all of a sudden, Harry starts flirting with her for real, and she doesn't even know what to do with it because she always thought that he didn't want her. And he was just kind of respecting the idea that she wanted Ron. And come to find out, she didn't. I'll never understand in a million fucking years why Joanne thought that the brightest witch of the fucking age would end up with Ron. If it couldn't be Harry, it should have been Neville. Yeah. Hello? Um, what is it, uh, Fitch, whatever the hell his name is, um, the guy with the bird name, Justin Fitch Fidley or whatever the hell his name is, would have been a better uh, choice. <laughs> Anybody, Seamus Minigan would have been a better choice. Oh, my Excuse God. Seamus and What's-His-Futs are having a good time, and God knows what Lee Jordan's up to, although he would have been a why good you gotta, choice. Why you got to bring Lee into this? It's not his fault he sleeps <laughs> with twins, okay? I know that. I'm just saying that anybody would have been a better choice than Ron. He's lazy. He would have been a better he's choice. In, he's inferior. He did you? is judgmental. Yes, I did terrible. just say Percy would have been a better choice. He Ew. would have been. He, he betrayed a job over and, a brain. and over again. Exactly. Exactly. At least he uh, could have, she could have a conversation with Percy. You know, here's the thing. I mean, he might be the a douchebag, but... At least he's a smart oh, douchebag. <laughs> Here's the thing. Okay, okay. That's a good We're question, down to 42. Hart. We're down to 41 seconds. Who oh, wouldn't sleep great. with the twins? 
Only an idiot wouldn't sleep with Fred and George Weasley because those That's two true. boys are I'm not an fucking idiot. adorable. Mm-hmm. Fucking adorable. We're on 27 I seconds. I want to thank you guys. Thank you guys for joining me. Um, yep. I'm going to think about all this time I'm not using, and we're going to do something with it. It will be entertaining. You guys have a great weekend. Bye-bye. Bye, humans on earth can't all like the same drink that's why circle k has polar pop and froster pick your flavors and make that one in seven billion mix just right for you polar pop and froster just 79 cents each at circle k limited time only at participating locations seven billion humans on earth can't all like the same drink that's why circle k has polar pop and froster pick your flavors and make that one in seven billion mix just right for you polar pop and froster just 79 cents each at circle k limited time only at participating locations